Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. Nico Heischer, the captain, a fan favorite being sent down to the taxi squad, and the New Jersey Devils dropped two winnable games over the weekend. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. Man, it has been a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 9.56 p.m. Eastern Time, February the 22nd, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, it was a rough weekend for the New Jersey Devils. So if you hadn't checked out my last episode on Saturday... Guys, I am 0 for 3 in predictions, so uh, two of my predictions were wrong for the better, but one was wrong for the worse, so I projected that the New Jersey Devils would, you know, drop the puck against the Rangers and the Bruins, and then um, maybe they could uh, just continue their win streak against the Sabres, but obviously that was flipped around for some odd reason, so... Uh, last week we split uh, two wins and two losses, and those two losses were tough pills to swallow. So we're not really going to talk about it because we do have a game tonight against the Sabres, so we do have a chance of redemption, but uh, the one thing I have to say for the New Jersey Devils, it was really disappointing. So anyway, guys, we have a lot to discuss because obviously a lot happened in just one weekend, so we're going to discuss uh, Nico Heizer being captain, my opinions on that, and also there's just some miscellaneous stuff that we need to cover in this episode, so uh, buckle up, as I said, in the cold open because we have a lot to cover. So, uh, first and foremost, Nico Heizer uh, is the new captain, the new head captain for the New Jersey Devils. Now, this was pretty expected that he would become the captain, and also there was a lot of speculation. As you guys know, my past three episodes or so, I was basically talking about when is Heizer coming back? Like, come back, come on, man! Like. Why are you taking so long? And lo and behold, he returns and he's instantly rewarded the captain role for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, uh, Andy Green is passing the reins down. And after a full season or so, the New Jersey Devils finally found their head captain. Now, we need to talk about this. So as you guys know, if, if you listen to my show religiously for a long, long, long time, you knew that I was really set on Travis Zajac getting the captain role because I feel as though Zajac deserves it. So, oh, by the way, shout out to Travis Zajac for playing in his 1,000th game against the Washington Capitals. Well-deserved. And that's one of the reasons I want to just address on why I believe Zajac should have gotten the captain role. It's because he's been with the organization through thick and thin and thin and thinner. And he's been with us since 2006. And obviously, this could be his final season with the New Jersey Devils. Um, He's one of the best centers to ever play in a Devils uniform, so I really think that Zajac should have gotten it. 
Obviously, I touched on this, uh, I believe, a few months ago. Zajac most likely probably won't go to the Hall of Fame, but he certainly deserves to have his number retired at the Prudential Center. So, anyway, um, but that's the next point I want to bring up as to why Zajac wasn't named captain. So, I tweeted my frustrations, uh, as I normally do. I said, the Devils, you should have named Travis Zajac your head captain. And another Devils podcast, you guys might have heard of them, so they go by the name Pucks and Pitchforks, and they also have a show called Let's Go Devils, and uh, they they told me on Twitter, which was that uh, Zajac did not want to be captain. Now, that is a factor that I forgot to mention, which is I I personally believe the New Jersey Devils should have just said, no, you're going to be captain or forced it. I don't know, but, but maybe he was just trying to be respectful. And I was just like, come on, man, you're playing in your 1,000th career game and you're close to cracking 200 career goals, which, by the way, this is something that's not really getting touched upon a lot. Uh, Zajac is just three goals away from getting 200 career goals with the New Jersey Devils organization. And obviously, at the time of this recording, he has 337 career assists and for a grand total of 534 points. His plus minus is negative 21, but, you know, whatever. So, anyway, uh, back to what I was saying about Zajac. I just felt like he should have gotten the captain role just because, you know, he's been with our organization for a long time. Obviously, he hasn't won a Stanley Cup with us, but he still was a part of that team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2012, so at least he has some Stanley Cup experience, even though it was a loss, and, you know, I I was just like, um, this was a debate I was having with another uh, Devils podcast show, and, you know, they were just talking about, um, should it be Heizer, should it be someone else, and I brought up the fact saying, it should be Zajac for all the reasons that I just stated, and they kind of agreed with me. But the one thing I have to say is I kind of understand where the Devils are coming from when they're talking about uh, naming Nico Heizer the captain because, let's face it, Nico Heizer, his future is really bright. I'm excited to see what he can do um, now that he's back from you know being injured. Like I told you guys, I feel as though Heizer's numbers would be better if he played in more games during the course of the season. So, you, you guys uh, probably know this from when I said this, like, I don't know. When, when did I say this? I said this, like, months ago because I, I told you guys, yes, his numbers have been on the downward spiral uh, the last few years. So, for example, in his rookie year, he played in 82 games, had 20 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 52 points. And then the following year, 69 games played, had 17 goals, 30 assists for a grand total of 47 points. And then, obviously, last year, only 58 games. Obviously, the season was cut short due to COVID. And then he had 14 goals, 22 assists for a grand total of 36 points. But like I said, if Nico were to play in just more games this year, and obviously he's kind of behind the eight ball right now because uh, he's missed some significant time, but luckily he was able to join us for the Sabres game. And by the way, I hate it when that happens. They finally announced uh, Heizer to be uh, healthy and ready to go against the Sabres. And guess what? I literally put out my episode before they made that announcement, so now I look like a complete and utter, um, you know, I'm not going to cuss, I'm not going to cuss, I look like an idiot, let's just say that, there we go, let's uh, use uh, nicer terms, so anyway, I I, kind of understand because, like, Heizer is young as well, so Heizer is 22 years old, and uh, yeah, we're a young team, so... That I guess I, I, I get where they're coming from. So I guess they just wanted someone 
for the future because I think that's what the Devils are thinking of. They're just thinking of more towards the future. So obviously we have Heizer, we have Jack Hughes, we have Ty Smith. And, you know, there's another young guy that we need to talk about because I'm kind of sad that this had to happen. But honestly, I kind of saw it coming. Um, you know, so I, I guess I see where the Devils are coming from and I do respect their decision. And I, I didn't really know that Zajac didn't want the captain role. I guess that kind of makes sense because it is his final year. And according to reports, Lindy Ruff did talk to people like Zajac and Paul Mary about the decision to make Nico Heizer the captain. And quite honestly, if I'm a veteran player, um, I'd be a little like, I'd be like, oh, you're giving it to this young guy, but I've worked my entire career to try to be head captain, but I kind of understand if I'm not in the long-term plans. I don't know. I've never been put in that situation, so I, I would be a little conflicted, but at the same time, congrats to Nico Heizer. Uh, he deserves it. I know I've clowned on him the past month or so about him coming back from injury, but at the same time, at least the Devils have their new captain. So obviously, our last captain was Andy Green, who now plays for the Islanders, and it's been, what, like over a year now since uh, we, we've had a captain, or a head captain at least. We've had a bunch of alternate captains. In fact, like, I uh, remember Wood and Subban were named captains. That was really funny, but at the same time, I guess my overall hot take for this, I don't know if it's a hot take or not. I don't know how many of you agree with me. I personally would have loved to see Zajac be the captain, but I kind of understand the mindset that Zajac had, the team had, and I guess the overall fan base had, because for the most part, uh, you know, this decision was widely received as good. So I didn't really hear any complaints from the New Jersey Devils organization fan base. So uh, yeah, props to Nico Heizer. I think mostly people were just surprised. I, I think that's the case because, you know, he's just coming back. Obviously, let's let him, you know, get his feet underneath them. I don't know. I would be a little angry if I was a veteran player, if, but that's just me. But it seems like everyone's handling this well. So uh, obviously, like I told you guys many, many, many times, this could be Travis Zajac's final year in a Devil's sweater. So, you know, uh, just keeping you guys honest. And if he does stay with the Devil's organization for, you know, uh, another tenure or so, then uh, we're welcoming him back with open arms, and it proves my case even more why he should be captain, but I guess the Devils didn't want to risk just having a head captain for, like, you know, just one season and then uh, having to find another one. I guess in that case, it, it, it wouldn't make sense, but, you know, like I said, everyone has their own opinions, and you guys know I'm known for my hot takes on this show, so... Uh, yeah, there's my hot take for today, and that's what you guys have to hear. Woo! After that take, I need some energy. You know what I need? I need a Bilt Bar to get me going. So, anyway, let's continue with this episode. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a Bilt Bar is? Let me tell you something about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp oh my gosh this is delicious i've already had a few when i go out to the gym and they are super healthy too you're probably thinking wait a minute these bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy built bar is great for the health conscious guy lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low in calorie low in sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet and you yes you i'm gonna make an offer that you can't refuse go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code locked on and you will get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code locked on and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now.
Well, guys, it's a really sad day at this podcast network because a couple days ago I received some very bad news from the New Jersey Devils. Um, oh, man, this is so tough to tell you guys because it's just, oh, man, how, how do I break it? Oh, oh, geez, this is like telling your kids that your parents are divorcing or what. I, I don't know. I think this is how hard it is. So the New Jersey Devils announced before the start of the Caps game that they had loaned Igor Sharangovich uh, from their roster to the taxi squad. And they recalled Mikhail Maltsev from the taxi squad in exchange for that. So, Sharangovich, what more can I say? I, you guys know I love Sharangovich and what he brought to the organization, even if, you know, he was more of just a trend against the Boston Bruins series. So, Obviously, with uh, Sharon Govich, uh, you know, looking at his stats, yes, there's nothing impressive, but I just loved his determination. I just loved his hustle because, you know, he's a 22-year-old kid who had to, you know, claw his way to the NHL. Obviously, went in the uh, fifth round at 141st overall, so... Uh, you know, Sharon Govich in 12 games played, he had two goals, one assist for a grand total of three points, and, um, yeah, his goal came recently, uh, you know, just a few games ago that really helped us, you know, get a big-time win, so, against the Rangers, so, you know, there's that, but, uh, overall, I, I kind of saw it coming because, you know, Sharon Govich, uh, he's done well, but unfortunately, he's not done well enough to, you know, solidify himself a roster spot. So the one thing about these young guys is, especially the ones who went later in the NHL draft and for the ones who are, you know, doing decent but nothing spectacular, I'm not trying to take anything away from Sharon Govich. I'm not trying to change my stance. I still feel as though he's a really good NHL player and he will be back on our roster sooner rather than later, especially if there's an injury or if someone has to go on the COVID-19 protocol list once again. But um, overall, for Sharon Govich, um, you know, obviously, let's go back to the Boston Bruins series. And I mean, uh, the one that helped uh, kickstart our season. So obviously, in the first game, he was able to draw us three penalties by putting his body on the line. He was sort of like a ragdoll animation that you would see in video games, just, you know, willing to put his body on the line and just get hit tough as nails. Uh, obviously, you know, I've talked about on the show before, you know, he didn't really do so well one year of, uh, playing, you know, overseas, but then, uh, the very next year he really, you know, did well and it really showed his hard work and his determination. And then who can forget his game winning goal in OT? Uh, obviously that goal is going to be replayed all throughout this season, including next year. Uh, obviously it's not going to go down in devil's history because, you know, it doesn't really mean anything in hindsight, but you know, we still got the win. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but still it was just really fun to see. And I know us as devil's fans. In fact, I renamed this show locked on Sharon Govich after that, because Sharon Govich was just the unsung hero. And we love underdog stories. I think that's what a lot of people miss in sports is that, you know, we just love, you know, underdog stories. That's why a lot of people love Michael Jordan. Cause you know, he was cut from his high school team or, you know, look at Ty Smith. Uh, for the Devils right now another underdog story because no one knew who Ty Smith really was like yes he was drafted 17th overall back in the 2018 NHL draft but at the same time did you guys think that we would be having a conversation about Ty Smith being in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy if you say yes you are lying or you are a psychic and I'm going to go with door number one on that. So you're lying most likely. So obviously with Ty Smith, he did well in training camp. In fact, he was on the list of players to watch because he was doing so well. And 
Obviously, you know, I just wrote about him for the Hockey Riders. In fact, that's something we're going to talk about in a future episode. You know, we love Ty Smith and just what he's been able to do. But uh, going back to what I was saying about Sharon Govich, an underdog story. Obviously, no one knew who this guy really was. He got the game-winning goal. He was a trend for a while. But at the same time, we can't confuse a trend for playing ability. And that's one thing I have to separate about in sports because... You know, guys, I I know there's a lot of players with underdog stories, and I know there's a lot of players that, you know, get on a trend for doing something amazing. So, you know, things like that. We just got to ease back a little bit and just know that, because I just told you Sharon Govich's stats and, you know, nothing eye-popping in those 12 games. And obviously he does make some hustle plays, but at the same time, you know, let's just, uh, let's slow our roll down a little bit. And Sharon Govich will be back with the Devils, I guarantee it, and... I just really hope that Sharon Govich gets back onto a roster spot sooner rather than later because I love Igor because just what he's brought to the organization and just the great determination, that's what the Devils have been missing the last uh, few years. Sorry if uh, I just hit my uh, hand on the desk and it really hurts, but, you know, I'm going to be a soldier and I'm going to continue. So, um, yeah, with the uh, with the Devils, uh, they had to make that move because, obviously, with uh, a lot of players coming back, like, every three or so games at this point, then, you know, something is bound to happen. So, anyway, uh, yeah, that's enough about Igor Sharon Govich, but I bet... I bet, and I will take my money to the bank on this, that he will be back on an NHL roster spot sooner rather than later. And I can't wait for him to make big plays for the New Jersey Devils in the future. So anyway, let's continue. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think it's time for the second live read this morning. Let's talk about betonline.ag. Alrighty now, let's talk more about betonline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, sadly, but college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule schedule on tabs so bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv surprise surprise i'm not surprised because bet online is that awesome so real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody Alrighty, guys, like I do in most episodes, let's look at the standings out east. So the Boston Bruins are obviously still kings of the east. Man, at this point, I say kings of the east a lot. So uh, the Bruins have played in 16 games, and the record is 11-3-2 with 24 points. The Capitals have improved on the year to 9-5-3 with 21 points. The Islanders are 9-6-3 with 21 points. The Flyers are 8-4-3 with 19 points. The Penguins are 9-6-1 with 19 points. The Rangers are 6-7-3 with 15 points. And the Devils are 6-5-2 with 14 points. And below us is a team that we're going to be playing today, the Sabres. They are 5-8-2 with 12 points. So obviously, guys, we kind of dropped the puck in the last matchup against the Sabres. And 
Uh, guys, I'm not going to make any more predictions because, you know, I don't want to jinx anything because, like I told you guys, I didn't really have the best uh, luck with predictions last week. So uh, this week, I'm just going to be giving my opinion on how the Devils can improve. So first and foremost, in the last game against the Sabres, I want to give a shout out to uh, P.K. Subban for finally getting his first goal of the year. So, you know, congrats to him. But it just seemed like the Devils didn't really have much energy or chemistry in that game. So Obviously, in period number one, they fell one to nothing, and then they gave up two more goals in period number two, and then, you know, obviously they scored a couple goals in period number three, but it was little too late, and uh, at that point, it was just a safe face. So, oh, Palmieri scored again, but, you know, there, there's that. So, Palmieri seems like he's getting on a roll in terms of goals. So, uh, if I had to pick an X Factor, I think it's going to be Kyle Palmieri because he's been hot the last few, few games. So, let's talk about the Caps game because... I really thought the Devils had that one in the bag. It was right there for them. So, obviously, they scored uh, first in period number one. Then, you know, obviously, in uh, period number two, it was tied in terms of goals, uh, one apiece. But here's the thing. The Devils went out to a 2 nothing lead, so they scored their uh, second goal of the game first. But you guys always know the two-goal lead in hockey is always the worst lead for some reason. And unfortunately, the hockey guides did not make an exception for the New Jersey Devils because we ended up losing that game 4-3. And what killed us again? Hmm. Well, the Caps, out of their four goals that game, three of them came off their power play. So, the Devils, what are you doing in the penalty kill? We cannot continue to keep doing this. Like, seriously, like, uh, look, I know I love Peter LaViolette and all. I love what Lavi does to any team that he coaches. But at the same time, guys, we really should have beaten their inconsistent defense. I mean, seriously. Like, oh, oh, before, first, before I rant, uh, shout out to Andreas Janssen. He scored a goal. So, and Janssen's plus and minus uh, was two that game. And he also had an assist. So, he was obviously my player of the game. Paul Mary had two assists as well. And Hughes also scored a goal. Hughes looks really nice. He looks really fast. He looks stronger. What more can I say about the kid? But anyway, uh, back to my rant. So shout out to those players for stepping up their games uh, the last couple of games. So anyway, shots on goal differential, 41 to 26. Are you for real? I mean, I, oh, man, I don't know what to think anymore. It's just like I, I don't even want to rant about the penalty kill for the New Jersey Devils because at this point it's like – what more do I need to say that hasn't been said already? Lindy Ruff claims that they've been working on this, but at the same time, guys, like we're, we're kind of falling into that hole right now. So obviously we were on a three-game winning streak. So, you know, we won against the Sabres, then go, went on a hiatus. Uh, then we played the Rangers, won against them. Then the Bruins won against them. And then we were supposed to play the Sabres once again. And I thought we were going on a four-game win streak. We dropped the puck in that one. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. It's so no big deal. And then... Obviously, we play against the, um, the the Caps again, and I thought we had it in the bag. And there's another thing that I want to talk about. So if you guys hadn't checked out the last game, obviously Aaron Dell, the backup netminder for the New Jersey Devils now, uh, was giving uh, Mackenzie Blackwood the night off. So um, the, the one thing I have to say is to Lindy Ruff, this is the first time I'm going to question uh, Lindy Ruff's strategy for for this weekend series. So... Lindy, why did you not put Mackenzie Blackwood in the game for the Caps and then put Aaron Dell in against the Sabres? Albeit, I know you guys lost both games, so at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But 
Think about it. I just read the standings. The Caps are second out east, so they're a really good team, and the Sabres are below us, so they suck. So why don't you put the backup netminder in who hasn't played all season yet, had to go through procedures, and might be a little rusty? Why don't you put him against the Sabres, and then you put Mackenzie Blackwood in for the Caps if you knew that Mackenzie Blackwood was due for a rest? So, you know, that's just my thing. I, I know they lost both those games, so it doesn't really matter at this point. This is something they're not really going to lose sleep over. But at the same time, look, I know that, um, you know, Aaron Dell was a solid, you know, backup netminder for the San Jose Sharks. And, you know, I acknowledge that the Devils kind of found a diamond in the rough with him because, l- let's face it, that the the search for a goalie was scarce as soon as Corey Crawford announced his retirement. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But at the same time, I would much rather have Mackenzie Blackwood in for a good team versus someone who hasn't played all season quite yet. So it's just like, Lindy, what were you doing? So uh, for this weekend loss, I blame the coaching staff for just not stepping up their game. I also blame the players for letting, you know, these games slip by because the Sabres game should have been a gimme. The Capitals game, you should have just gotten your act together and finished because it looks like that Aaron Dell was going to get a shutout. Obviously, it was early, and I might have jinxed it because I said it on Twitter, but at the same time, you know, it's just like, come on, this is the, we cannot continue to do this. So I really hope the Devils uh, stepped up their practicing the last couple of days. Obviously, we have another game against the Sabres today. So redemption is always big for this team. And hopefully we do not drop three in a row. So it's like easy come, easy go. We've won three in a row and then we've lost two in a row. Now we're on the verge of losing three in a row. We need to get another win streak going and fast because we are behind the eight ball out east. So for the New Jersey Devils, Please step up your game. you got to get this win against the Sabres. This has to be a gimme. It really does. That I'm just saying, you cannot lose those kind of games. Obviously, it's early in the season. We still have a long ways to go, but these are the games you're going to look back on, and this is a series that I'm going to look back on, and I'm going to lose sleep over because it's just like, you know, if you need to give Mackenzie Blackwood the night off, you could have just, you know, given him the night off against the Sabres and then you play them against the Capitals because one's a good team the other's a bad team one netminder is in the consideration for the Vesna trophy the other was you know just barely making scraps out in Toronto so it's just like come on man like you know what 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 more could could I have said so anyway that's my overall hot takes for this episode that's my rant that you guys are going to hear from me I hope the penalty kill gets better. I hope the net minding is better for the New Jersey Devils. And I have faith in them. I'm not losing faith in them, but I'm just saying to you guys, this is what usually happens to a team like the Devils. They get off to a good start, and then they kind of slow down. But with the exception of last year, because we just slowed down since the beginning, and we dropped the first six games. And at that point, it was just like, no way we're going to the playoffs after that uh, performance. So anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. And go Devils, and let's get this gimme win.